News every 15 minutes, weather every 10, and sports twice an hour. News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. You're listening to Montana Morning with Peter Christian. A million-dollar bail set in Bozeman. Good morning, everyone. Montana Morning for your Monday, July 11th. Right now, the sky's clear. It's 54 degrees. We've been gone uh, for the last week or so. Lots of technical upgrades being made to our Town Square Media Station. So uh, that is the reason why we have not been here. So uh, we're back, and it's good to be back with you. Right Again, it's clear in 54 degrees. Our news, sponsored by Grizzly Hardwood. If you're tired of looking at your dated, damaged flooring, let Grizzly Hardwood transform the feel of your home. One of our top stories this morning, a Montana judge has set a $1 million bail for a man accused of using a tracker to follow a woman to a vacation rental apartment in Bozeman and then stabbing another man to death. Prosecutors said Thursday the 41-year-old defendant, who was not named, was dangerous and had been in the country illegally, so was a flight risk. They said the victim also was in the country illegally and using fake identifications that made it difficult to identify him. Court documents say the defendant used the GPS device to follow the woman to an apartment where he encountered the victim and then stabbed him to death. The defendant faces charges, including deliberate homicide, he's due back in court later this month. State Senator Greg Hertz of Polson told KGVO News recently that the state of Montana has collected an impressive amount of personal and business income taxes in the fiscal year that just ended June 30th. We do have a surplus, and currently it looks like it's approximately about $1.4 billion. Plus, we also have about $600 million in our rainy day fund. So if you add that all together, we're sitting on approximately $2 billion. Hertz detailed where the revenue came from. It's an aggregate of a lot of different revenues the state collects, but the primary amount of money is coming from individual income taxes and corporate income tax. Of course, there's some other monies coming in, like our bed tax money is up significantly because hotel prices have gone up and that increases the taxes that you pay at a hotel stay. And then a lot of other different income streams, but it's primarily income taxes. Hertz said the windfall coming into state coffers began when the COVID stimulus checks began flowing into the state. It all started in 2020 when the federal government started handing out trillions of dollars in surplus and stimulus money. Um, and that continued into 2021. So people had more money and they spent it. Um, plus a lot of workers got pay raises. So with the additional spending and the increase in wages, both of those combined resulted in higher profits for businesses and individuals who paid more income taxes. So thus income tax collections went up in just about every state significantly. Hertz said he expects the tax coffers to continue to overflow, at least through 2022. Hertz said it's vital that Montana taxpayers have a good portion of those funds returned. The balance of calendar year 2022, I see our revenues continuing to grow. Calendar 2023 is the calendar year that is more uncertain. What's going to happen? Are we going to go into a recession? Will things slow down? But that's why we have these 600 million and growing in a rainy day fund. We've got the money set aside to, to make sure we're going to be okay going forward. So this surplus, uh, I'm not saying giving all of it back, but we could maybe give back a billion dollars of it to the taxpayers. KGBO News has reached out to Governor Greg Gianforte's office for his ideas on returning the surplus funds to Montanans who will need it to help handle inflation to pay skyrocketing property taxes. 
Just hours after the floods in southeastern Montana washed out roads and bridges, destroyed homes and farms, and closed Yellowstone Park last month, a crew of 10 from the Missoula County Office of Emergency Management was on the road to help with that response. KGVO News reached out to Kent Parks, Deputy Director of the County Office of Emergency Management, who headed that team. He described the makeup of the team that served in the area from June 13th to June 26th. Our team is well-versed in managing some of these disaster scenarios, and when they called us up to come down to the flooding, they were looking for a full team. So a full team consists of an incident commander, public information officer, a safety officer, a logistics section chief, an operations section chief, a finance section chief, and a plan section chief. Our goal when we get there is just try to bring in some order to the chaos. Parks described what his team encountered when they arrived in the stricken area. It was just heart-wrenching to see the, the entire street in Red Lodge taken out. Um, all of the homes in Fromsburg were flooded. All of the bridges are out. People were, we, we did, you know, the National Guard did 84 air rescues while we were there of people who were stranded. Um, because of the bridges that were washed out and they couldn't get back. Um, so it, it was, and the Red Cross came and the Salvation Army and they set up shelters and feeding stations. Parks said the response from the surrounding areas, the state, even national organizations was amazing. The donations poured in from all over the, all over the place, you know, Montana, especially, um, we had, we had a boil order, so they couldn't drink the water. So we had lots of water coming in and that meant all the restaurants were closed. We had food coming in to help the, feed the displaced people. Uh, but you know how Montanans are, they, they, they find friends and family to stay with and there weren't many people who were needing homes. Um, some of them were staying in campers up at the fairgrounds. Parks was asked what he and his team learned during their time in the flood ravaged area. Some of the things we learned, Peter, were about coordination with FEMA and coordination with local agencies, um, DEQ and the floodplain managers and trying to get a good picture for the public because the public wants answers you know, what's my future look like? They're, you know, a week goes by and, and they're, they start to get really nervous. And so we're trying to, to do the coordination of these um, outside entities and getting FEMA in on boots on the ground and, and get some answers for these people as to what, what kind of help there's gonna be for them out there and what the, what the next month, two months, you know, three months look like for them. At a press conference Friday at Yellowstone Park, the superintendent there said it could take three to five years to replace roads damaged by flooding last month. With the Centers for Disease Control strongly recommending COVID vaccinations for children aged six months to five years, the American Academy of Pediatrics reached out to KGVO and made Dr. Lee Savio Beers, immediate past president of AAP, available for an interview last week. Dr. Savio Beers addressed the fact that while Operation Warp Spree initiated under the Trump administration got the COVID vaccines for adults out in less than 18 months, the vaccines for children received much longer testing and evaluation. We actually did invest pretty heavily um, right at the start of the pandemic in making sure that our vaccine manufacturers and our scientists had the resources they needed to be able to move this quickly. But I think it's really important to note that the science itself wasn't rushed. You know, these vaccines are, are based in science and research that has been going on for decades now. Um, and really, they just needed the resources and, and the ability to sort of move through the bureaucracy to, to get them out there. And that, that was really a wonderful success. Dr. Sabio Beers again emphasized the care taken to ensure the vaccines for young children were safe and effective. And what we do is um, after a vaccine has been studied and approved or authorized in adults, 
Um, then we, we sort of back down in age because, of course, we want to be extra careful in the little ones. And that's why it's taken uh, so long um, and so much longer after the adult vaccine for our, our youngest uh, to have a vaccine that was authorized because we just want to be able to take our time and really make sure that, that uh, the vaccine is safe for them. Dr. Savio Beers then provided helpful advice on how to prepare a young child to receive the vaccine and the corresponding boosters. Talk to your child ahead of time. Let them know, you know, as a, you know, we, we you know, the doctor does all sorts of things uh, to help keep you healthy and safe. Um, and sometimes these immunizations, these shots are one of those things. And just reassure them that it may, it may hurt for a very, very, very short period of time, um, but that it's going to go away quickly and that you're going to be there to help them feel safe and you're going to be there to help them feel better afterwards. New research from the Ad Council found that roughly half of all parents, about 52%, have not yet firmly made up their mind about getting their child vaccinated. Our news talk time, 613. Plenty of sunshine expected today with our high temperatures in the mid-80s tonight. Overnight lows will be in the upper 50s. Hot temperatures are expected as we head into your Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Daytime highs will be in the mid-90s. Wednesday afternoon, we do have a slight chance of a couple of showers and thunderstorms. It does look like the heat will stick around as we head into the weekend with highs in the 90s. I'm meteorologist Brooke Foster for Missoula's KECI 13, your severe weather alert station. It is a glorious morning in western Montana. Beautiful, clear blue sky. Sun's just beginning to come up. We have 54 degrees in Missoula. This portion of Montana Morning is brought to you by our friends over at Paradise Falls. Where Don't forget it's Mac and Cheese Monday after you have breakfast at 7 this morning. Uh, this afternoon and this evening, enjoy delicious home-baked mac and cheese and your choice of super salad for only $9.95 at Paradise Falls on the banks of Brooks. Rocky Erickson returns, and we've got...